Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink Your Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 225. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you're doing well. I'm fucking not, but... <laughs> enough about me. Brian, how are you doing? <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I got a lot of foam in my beer. I mean, that's, that's the real crime that's going on, isn't it? <laughs> I mean... I, listen, <laughs> I'm the victim. <laughs> yep. You got a lovely new piece of decor behind you. It looks like a ladder or a pallet. I can't tell what it is. Uh, It's kind of just a bunch of wood that got turned into a makeshift shelf that was in my utility room. Uh, while I was getting my heater done, they had that had to get ripped out because that was in the way. Uh, the heater's not done yet, so they got to come back Saturday. So that's going to be staying there for the next couple of days. Uh, Jim, listen, new homeowner, new home ownership. It's always fun, right? <laughs> <sighs> Every day's a blessing, Brian. Jim. Let, I just but, wake let, up in the morning, see that beautiful sunshine and go ah, again. <laughs> well, Jim, I mean, hey, we're so damn close to, to the actual start of NFL we got fall. At least now it won't be balls <laughs> hot weather. Brian, actually, speaking of, don't be too surprised if I lose a little bit of track because I have a fantasy draft in 40 minutes. <laughs> God damn it. Is I'm just going to do like the first. I'm going to do like the first four rounds and then just auto draft the rest. It doesn't is that, matter. Is that your third or fourth? Second. Um, uh, I still have to get the other third one in before uh, season starts on Thursday. Is that tomorrow? Jim, Two days. You should just do yourself a favor and. Just don't do it. I should just do myself a favor and kill myself. That's what I should just do. <laughs> but, Jim, how can you get to the pearly gates and see your family again? <laughs> yeah, there's always that flying the ointment, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, Jambers, here's the real question for you. What are you drinking your pain away with tonight? <laughs> I just got some Coors Light. Uh, I don't... I. I have some fancy stuff in there. I got to see if my mice got into that. So I uh, probably didn't get in any beer, though. So I'll see what's going on in there. Uh, yeah, I just got some good old silver bullets to ease the pain away. It's also balls hot out, dude. So it's nice to have a uh, nice light beer just to sit, drink, and enjoy and not be, like, too heavy. It's been how many days of basically perfect weather and then today it's just like boom fucking 90s and it's gonna be like that for the next couple days i'm like go the fuck away summer nobody wants you anymore like you're done get the fuck out of here i hate yeah september fuck off god um well i am in the appropriate mentally month but obviously weather wise this doesn't work um so i went with the landscape series from Industrial Arts Brewing Company, their winter landscape lager. It's a Munich-style Dunkel. Um, so, huh, this is going to be interesting. I didn't notice this. It was packaged on November 11th of 2021. Ooh, just perfection. Just bought it today, so can't wait. Uh, part of the reason why I got the can is... Brian, those lightsabers! I mean... Kind of looks like lightsabers going across a prism of some sort. I don't know. Reminded me of Starfield, hence the also Fallout shirt. 
which mm. we can talk about in a minute. But um, brewed with 100% NYS ingredients. What the fuck is NYS? Supporting local farms, supply chain, and our environment. Uh, so it's from New York. Nothing else. 5.4% alcohol. So it is a... Uh, Ooh, dark boy. It, it's it's a, you know, Jim, what's Dunkel mean? Uh, dark. There you go. See? You Aha, learn. Learning. Um, it's got that kind of sea Ten years. And Ten you years probably can't see it great, but it is not going away. Like, it's that, like, very, like, frothy shit like this. Oh, wow. Dude, that's like... Holy shit. <laughs> it's like a milkshake or something. Yeah, for those listening on the audio, that is just like straight foam. That's not even like normal head. I'm trying to just let it go down because I don't feel like cleaning the shit. But um, yeah, from 2021. It's like a light whipped cream almost. Yes. No, fuck it. I, I want to take a sip. Not bad, but still surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, kind of flat. Coming from oh, 21. you think after two years. Um, so, yeah. It'll be interesting. I'll, I'll give it its go. But, um, Chambers, I know there's really no point in asking. I haven't touched a goddamn thing. Two weeks in a row. haven't even booted up a single fucking thing. But we did play a game together on Saturday. We did. We Sunday. did get together. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday into Monday. Yeah, these yeah. holiday weekends always throw you off. Yeah. Right, happy Labor Day, everybody. Belated. But, uh, yeah, well, we got together and played good old drunk history, even though it just turned into drunk general trivia knowledge. I mean, we had, you know, we had to give the girls a break. As we've we've established, women are the the D students of history, you know? They yeah. are not good with history questions. Um, there was still a lot of ones where I'm pretty sure there's moments of you just, the amount of head shakes from you. <laughs> Yep. Yep, 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 yep. A lot of times where I just look, go turn to the side and go, fuck, what? <laughs> my favorite was there was one answer that my wife gave that even your wife turned around and went, wait, what? What did you just say? <laughs> there was there was some noodle scratchers, but um, yeah, so I figured, I know you and I spoke. The, bo- the both of them had some gold, but they did. yeah, it was, it was quite the night. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I have been playing games and more particularly a game so the game the game wait brian i have to ask you a quick question mm-hmm. did you pay 30 bucks extra to play it early mm-hmm. oh my god does that come out of like your total at the end or is that like an extra 30 bucks on top i didn't of the pay bucks? anything for the game so it's free on game pass so i just paid 30 bucks just so i could play it earlier so it's it's basically the way I looked at it, and you know me, Jim. If I get excited about something, I want to play it as soon as possible. And then plus, I knew I was going to have time to stream, so I was like, I want to jump on this while I can. With the holiday weekend, I was like, I'll get a lot of time in the game. So thirty bucks is a no brain. I wasn't going to drop the ninety bucks or whatever it is. I don't know how long it's going to be free on Game Pass. Uh, this will be a game I'll gladly go out and just buy, though. I'll say that. So, yeah, 30 bucks you for joined it. Huh? Oh, dude. So, I mean, you never played Fallout 4, right? No, nah, I never got around to it. But you know how I feel. You and I think I have the same feelings about Bethesda games. They suck in. They suck in hard. And um, 
yeah, I think the last time I checked, I'm 21 hours into it. It's, I've, this is not an understatement when I say I've barely probably got through 1% of the game at 21. Like, it's, damn. but you also, you know me, like the amount of like, it's a game that like it really, from everyone who says it, there is a reason why they say it. There'll be no spoilers here. Um, you got to play the main quest at least a little bit deeper because that's kind of like how you unlock certain like, oh, this is how you do this or this is a feature. Blah, da, 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 da. It's not one of those ones like every other RPG where you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll just now do all side shit and do it later. But there's so many little activities that you're used to from Bethesda games. But on top of that, there's that element kind of like from No Man's uh, Sky where you can like go on any planet. Yes, there's thousands of them. Um, but essentially, like you have a scanner and you can like scan all the plants, the animals and the resources. And that gets you progress points and actually a lot of them and it can get you money. So there's lots of reasons to do it. Plus just discovering shit. Um, I've been actually watching a ton of reviews of it, and I've been seeing reactions to that game. And one we're going to talk to or talk about. Yeah. Well, it's just the amount of bitching that's going on in this game that I find very unfounded. Like some people are bitching. They're like, it's too easy to fast travel, which I was like, when has that ever been an issue? And they're like, but I can't land my plane myself. I'm like, I don't care about, like, I see planet, I hit spot where I want to land, and it lands. It shows you a little cutscene, but people aren't happy about that. They're like, I want to be able to pull onto the planet myself. I'm like, why? Like, they're procedurally generate other than- I mean, there is something fun about being able to do that. And other games have done it. Sure. Like, even, if I remember correctly, I think even Starlink, you could, like, fly through the atmosphere mm -hmm. and, and land your fucking thing. And that was just, like, a Skylanders game. Yeah, and they had that in No Man's Sky. But, once again, every single thing in those worlds were procedurally generated. So, it didn't matter. There's no, like, heart and soul to those things. Whereas here, yes, there are a lot of, like, random moons and whatever that are procedurally generated. But, there's a lot that, like... They have those very specific, like, you're supposed to go here to here to here. So it's not meant to be that high of a level. But like I said, I, I, I'm trying to debate, like, do I give a re review, a first impressions, or a response to other reviewers? Because I want to dive deeper into that. But at the end of the day, I'm loving the game. It's got stories and things that, like, really catch me off guard. Like, you know, very early on, you do a very simplistic bethesda style mission where it's like go find switches to figure out where the power's getting routed to through this city and as i'm doing that i just happened to come across a door that was locked i was like let me go in there turns out this dude is like murdered on the ground you're like what the fuck happened here then this giant robot dog comes out and you're like what the fuck you have to end up killing it and you find out like through digging through his shit like basically he screwed over a guy who he bought that from and the guy activated it and killed him like little things like that I don't know, make those games so much more enjoyable for me. So, hmm. yeah, no, I am beyond loving the game. Um, I can't wait to get deeper into it. It's, man, is it going to fuck up my 23? <laughs> like, I, I I, will beat this game, at least the main quest. Um, I'm committed to still beating Legend of Zelda, but my God, I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm making it. I know you're, I'm you're not, not getting far around away. Zelda this year. No, I, I'm at the point now with that game where like it's to the point now where I'm thinking about it, like what I have to do next. So I'm like, you know what? I just to scratch that itch. I've set it up out in the um, in my basement area on that TV out there. Mm-hmm. So when Logan comes over and steals my Xbox and I can't do Starfield, I'll be like, all right, I guess I'll go do Legend of Zelda for a little while. I just want to keep progressing, just just enough to get it over. See, is it really worth all the goddamn praise? But are you are you adult link yet? No, like I think uh, last Jesus time we talked. Jesus Christ, was Brian, you're time. barely in the game. <laughs> Jim, we've Fuck. established that. How many dungeons do you go through before you come on Delrin, Link? Three. So I've, I'm coming up to the third one. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> right. I just imagine you, like, boot up the game, walk, like, ten feet and go, all right, had my fill. Save, close. Basically, when I, like, if I get a good session in, I commit to I'm going to get to a dungeon and finish it. But there's all the in-between shit with that game, right? Like, where it's like, okay, I need to find another heart piece. I need to, like... Like, I just got more of the stupid-ass Ocarina notes from... Um, what's her face? The chick with the horse. I got the horse's theme. Um, oh, uh, Pona's owner. All right, I forget yeah. her name. Yeah, whatever it is. And basically, like, I got that theme. So there's, like, moments where I'm like, okay, I don't need this right this second. I'm sure it's important later on, but, like, I need to do that because the goddamn Navi's like, I wonder what this person thinks about you trying to do this now, which is, like, their way of... And it's bad when I'm traveling around for a while and, like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going and the owl comes up. He's like, you should try going here. (laughs) I'm like, fuck you. So, yeah, that game is... um. I can't wait to be done it. But that's that's <laughs> that's where my playing. I mean, I since we last talked, I didn't play a single amount of Legend of Zelda. It's just been Starfield uh, and a little Texas Chainsaw because it was only like a day before I got Starfield since we last talked. So, yeah, that's basically been the crux of my time. But I will, I do want to say I've been a little more consistent now and I want to keep doing it, uh, doing the streaming. And I want to thank everyone once again who came out on Twitch, watch me. Uh, it seems like Thursdays are good. I'm going to knock on wood with that. But now that I got a game that I can, I like had every time I set up to stream, I have to kind of reset up my whole configuration, but now it's like set in that path. So it's, that's my like go-to now. So I will be streaming again, but a lot of our awesome patrons did stop by, which I always truly, truly appreciate. And Jambers, what questions we got this week from them? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. Uh, I guess quick show notes. Uh, no crusty corner this week because I couldn't think of one because I'm just done with today. But <laughs> Jim's done can, with everything right now. <laughs> I, can, I can at least do this for you guys. Uh, first off from Todd Howard sucks. Would you rather have telekinesis or telepathy? Hope you guys had a good Labor Day. Hmm. I'll let you go first, Chambers. Hmm. It's a it's a tough one. Because like telekinesis would be so handy. Like, just never have to move to do anything. Just be like, yeah, pick this up, get it over there. Where's the remote? Come to me. Vroomp. Shit like that. Don't don't feel like doing any work in the bedroom? Just dill her from across the room. It's so goddamn handy. God damn it, Jim. There's so, there's so much you could do with it, Brian. The possibilities are endless. But then again, telepathy, though. Being able to read minds. 
it's like, hmm. It's like there's no hiding shit from anyone at that point. But then Is there's there a any but then, non- but then you're but then you're learning stuff you probably didn't want to know in the first place. Exactly. Well, here's my question: with for, for everything I'm going to confirm that I know that people are saying about me, I'm going to hear a lot more <laughs> shit that I didn't want to hear in the first place. Is there anything telepathy that would be non-nefarious? No, like, no, absolutely not. Like there's no like whereas telekinesis, like you said, you'd basically be making your life easier with whatever you wanted to do with it. And in theory, I would almost argue. Not saying, like, if you woke up tomorrow and actually had that power, I'm not saying you would go out and actually try to do good with it or become a superhero. But oh, you, I would I would do no good with it. But you could, right? Whereas te- telepathy, the best case, you could become a world-class interrogator. You could win, win in, like, poker tournaments. You could, like, do stupid... But, like, once again, it's all nefarious, like, self-serving shit. There's nothing that I would, like, really do that good so i i feel like telekinesis has to be the answer now my question is is it low level or is there like you know is it like you could pick up a car level shit like yeah. what's the weight limit on your telekinesis yeah are you like a starter jedi or are you like picking up x-wings and shit like that because that's what i want yeah i mean all right so let's say you did have like, like why not go for gary just have like all the power when it comes to that well, that's my point. Say you had that level of power. You still don't think you're going to waste it now on being good? Whereas if, say it's only the amount of things you could lift, like, with your own muscles. So for you, then it would just be like, I'm just oh, doing fuck, shit then give me the te- then Give me telepathy. Jesus. <laughs> Telekinesis is wasted on me. <laughs> but if it is, like, that master level, like, you can basically lift giant vehicles, all this shit. Um, do you think you would try to go out of your way then to do good stuff? Maybe, because really, unless you're like trying to be a superhero with it, what the fuck are you going to do with that kind of power? I mean, like you're going to have to hide it or you're just like, would you actively go out, try to like stop crime or would you like what, you know, do you think you'd do some bad shit? I don't know. The bad shit would be very, very tempting. Oh, even with telepathy. I I don't think I should have any kind of power. I think that's what I'm starting to learn from this. What is the the power where you can control someone's mind? That's not telepathy, right? Telepathy is uh, just reading mind. Yeah, I, I thought telepathy is just reading mind. I think, I mean, just mind control, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. That would be a very dangerous one. That would be. I mean, it might, that might be like the really high level telepathy, like, you know, Professor X kind of shit. Yeah. See, I, I looked at telepathy strictly as. Like low level Jean Grey, just like, yeah, I can read what you're saying. I can read what you're saying, yeah. But but or I can talk I can talk to your brain without talking, but I can't control you. But man, if it was Professor X level mind control, Ooh. I, I you got to go with that, right? And once again, that's another one where it's that is so dangerous. <laughs> like, you, like yes, you could like in theory if you hey, do I want like a raise. Him, you don't deserve a raise. I think I do. Yeah, well, that you know it'd be shit like that. It'd be like. Oh man, this person is an awful terrorist. Maybe I could change their mind. Like you know, you could do some crazy shit. But yeah, both. Oh of my them... God, Hitler raises puppies now. <laughs> Look at what you did. Damn it, Jim. It's funny because I I was talking to my wife about this Evil question, puppies. and she threw one at me, and I was like, it's not even a comparison. She's like, would you rather fl- be able to fly, or like have the Ant Man power to shrink? Fly. I, I was like. I was like, well, can I grow giant and go into the quantum realm? She's like, no, just like shrink. I was what? like, 
then no, of course fine. W- women are terrible at this game. <laughs> so I asked her, and I'll, I guess I'll ask you, would you rather be able to swim as like as fast as like Superman flies underwater and go to the deepest depths without any pressure or Why loss couldn't of you just say like Aquaman? Why would you be like, okay, so, 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 yes, so, so Aquaman or have the ability to fly in space, but basically you can't go outside our solar system. Ooh, that's interesting. Cause there's a lot of cool, man, there's a lot of cool shit in both. I'd, I'd probably have to go space. Yeah, that's what I, I think. I think space just, is cooler. Just because I'd want to see, like, all right, let me actually see what. The, well, I guess I have to caveat that though. Like, if you're but like you go at like the very bottom, of, like the Marianas Trench and shit like that, and see like all the undiscovered shit that's down there still. Like, that's what I wild. mean. Like, yeah, and it's just if you're swimming that fast, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go to Europe real quick. You know, you're just over there. And then again, you got to caveat it too, because then it's like you got to assume that you can breathe in space and you can survive all the harsh climates and shit like well, that. Well, what I was gonna say is yes, you can, yes to all. Like, that. am I just gonna land on J- Jupiter and be like, hey, a rock? Well, that's kind of the question, right? Like, you could go see other planets, but that's the caveat: is you're if not. It's just our solar system. There's like dog dick nothing there too. You could find some yeah. cool shit in the ocean. There you go. Think of all the metal you could scrap. Oh my god, so much metal. <laughs> but I do always love those questions of like if you could get a superpower. Like if you could fly, even think about that. I started breaking it down. I was like, what if I'm not like able to withstand a fuck I'm flying at like eighty miles an hour and a bird flies into me? Like, is it gonna fuck me up? <laughs> like like what Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of caveats. Like, would flying be that awesome unless you could withstand at least some level of punishment? Yeah, do you have, like, that Z-Fighter little aura of, like, key around you that, like, blocks Something, anything from hitting yeah. you and shit like that? Yeah. But but flying would be pretty goddamn sweet. Just give me, like, a Green Lantern ring. Then you get, like, everything. <laughs> stop, stop trying to cheat, Jim. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. You just need the willpower. Actually, I'd be a Red Lantern because that's just based on anger. Oh, boy. <laughs> Man, I would run that fucking core. God. It's like, why are all Jim's Green Lanterns things just dicks? <laughs> oh god i i'm thinking of the things you would create oh god <laughs> oh my god i've never seen titties that big <laughs> i do love that question though great great question i you know me jim i'm a i'm a fan of hypotheticals oh yeah we love them here and last up from jd mains should console exclusives be excluded from game of the year awards huh I do believe that there should be a separate category. There should be a console exclusive category and then a, you know, cross platform just because then it would be a little more interesting because here's the deal every year, like, like this year, even though I, and I'll say this completely unbiased. I don't know how I'm going to feel about Starfield at the end, but between the anticipation, what it's paying off and everything, it's at least going to be in the running for game of the year. But at the end of the day, it's going to be Legend of Zelda that wins. Like, I think everyone knows it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom. Unless there's, some... there's a lot of contenders. There's Baldur's Gate. There's uh, there's Starfield. There's Tears of the Kingdom. I know something else was, like, really big for a bit. I think Diablo 4 might have been this year, too. Like, there's a lot of big-name yeah. games. So there'll be big names. But, once again, then it would be interesting. Because then, if you get rid of Starfield and Legend of Zelda... It's like, well, what cra- cra- what cross-platform is really the best? 
Um, so I don't think they should be excluded. I like I said, I just wish there they were separated so you could because like especially every time Nintendo does a Mario or Zelda game, it's almost gonna always be a lock, right? Like it's, it's tough a contender. Not to. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, all the new Super Mario Bros., no one gave a shit about those. I'm not but... talking about those. I'm talking about, like, yeah, major releases. Yeah, those like are... Odyssey, like Wonder. Wonder's coming out this year. That's coming out soon. So there's another contender right there, probably. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, I think you got to include them, right? Like, just because they're still just that big. And even if any individual console has an exclusive, like back in the day when Last of Us was still exclusive... There's no doubt. I do believe it deserved to win Game of the Year. Um, so it would be silly to have excluded that from the the list. But as Jim and I have said, I mean, you even look at the way those gaming awards happen in general. It's all questionable. I'll, I'll put it like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're all bullshit anyway. Like, it, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, I guess, what do you call it? If I had to really... Uh... Uh, yes, I, I don't think you should exclude games that are console exclusive from Game of the Year. Like, the best game is the best game. If some people can't play it, then, you know, boo-hoo, too bad. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. get around to everything. No one's going to get around to everything. Now, was would it be a more all-encompassing thing? Yeah, sure. But, you know. And, I, I, I mean, video games in general are still such a, in, in their infancy uh, level of, like, taking them seriously that winning game of the year really doesn't mean anything i don't think that's it's not like when a book wins an award or a movie i don't think like legend of zelda winning game of the year is all of a sudden going to sell a whole bunch more legend of zeldas i think it's already sold what it's going to sell so i don't think anyone's ever been like oh i gotta play that game of the year just because it won game of the year yeah true like, I think that more helps, uh, like, little indie games when they get nominated. Just because, yeah, awareness. Right, because they're like, oh, this game's up here with all these big titles. This must be something good. Uh, but, yeah, outside of that, yeah, I don't think it really matters all that much. Yeah. No, it's a good question, though. But, uh, yeah, I'd say keep them in. Keep the, keep the competition as open as possible. Yeah, because, yeah, you know why. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs> My brain's so fucking broken. But no, thank you for the question, bud. I truly appreciate it. And thank yes. you all for the questions. Yep. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Uh, show note. So last minute thing came up and we couldn't record the bonus episode last week. So we're going to try and do it again this week. So hopefully tomorrow. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Life. Mm. All right, Chambers. So, uh... According to California, you and I may have already come over the limit for the amount of beer we should have in a given week. And you know who we need? We need a spokesperson to fight against this legislation. Right. Do we do we need a hero? Do we do we need do we need a guy to step up? You know what we need? We need someone we need a blue collar guy. And what better than a guy actually wearing a blue collar and Ted Cruz and this goddamn I don't even cringe isn't even the right word like this ad and i'll be playing the video as we speak you won't hear it but click the link below to really hear it for yourself it's as bad as it looks um jim why don't you explain what what the whole 
the whole reason he decided to get his camera crew and all these guys in cowboy hats and trucker hats right behind him. What? Why? Why is he doing this? This, this is uh, this. This was almost the gayest video I saw this week. So <laughs> I like how you caveat that with almost. <laughs> Don't worry, Brian. We're gonna get to the one that beats it out. So yeah, uh, there was an article that was concerning recommendations for Americans, and I think we kind of talked about it before. It seems like Fox News is just catching up to this, or maybe someone brought it out. So uh, apparently, the director of the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, the NIAA. Dr. George Koob has said that the U.S. may follow Canada and recommend just two beers a week. So uh, basically, it's a suggestion at this point from this institute. It's not like a thing that's actually going in or anything real or it's going to be a law or any bullshit like that. So, uh, of course, Fox News decided to run with it because it came from the Joe Biden camp. So, destroy America and take your guns and rape your kids. So, yeah, apparently they are all trying to do this, uh, you know, culture war bullshit. And Ted Cruz, like the colossal F-slur that he is, is on there trying to portray himself as like a man of the people with like, like the worst part. The absolute worst part of this video is when he's like, uh, uh, I say that they can kiss my ass. And he like holds up a beer and then like all the cowboys behind him also hold up a beer on cue. And they start like opening it and start drinking it. And then the Fox News correspondent has a non-alcoholic beer. Man, what a totally non-stage thing. How, how sly and matter of fact and natural that this all came off as. Like, oh my God. Well, well Jim. There's a few things about this video. That right. Good thing he had a good. How dare. How dare you, Ted Cruz, bring Shiner Brock into this? You leave Shiner out of this, I, you I fucking mean, monster. I, hey, if there's if there was a silver lining, he's helping people who might not recognize Shiner for what it is. That is a good. You know what? I'm going to give him this. He picked a good beer. Does he ever actually drink it outside of this? Probably not. But he's you know, Richard Nixon from The Simpsons. He's literally just like, and I'm also a fan of that particular beer. Yeah. What I love in this is, as, as I said. Doesn't know anything about this shit. They, he, once again, he's literally wearing blue collar. He has, like, you know, the cowboys, the truckers, the workers behind him. Um, you are the guy in the red shirt behind him, though, because as they're all waiting for their cue to sip the beer, the guy just takes a sip like before everyone else and just doesn't give a fuck when they all do it. He's Man just after like, my heart. He's just like, I don't care. Um, but no, but to Jim's point, and, and we have all the links below. So, yes, they are going to probably go the way of saying, here's our suggested, when they're using the term limit, they're just saying... If you've ever been to a doctor and saying, like, things are going whatever, doctors in general are going to be like, well, how much do you drink a week? And if, you know, they're going to say, well, you probably should only do about two beers a week. If you want to avoid any chance of it being, uh, as the article goes on to say, like, if you're having multiple drinks, then, yeah, you're, you increase your potentials for cancers, for other diseases, liver issues. If you're only at two beers a week, you're it's not guaranteed, but it's like much higher that you won't have any of those issues. So that's why that's suggested. So yeah, they're not suggesting they're going to take those away or saying you're only allowed. It's like, do whatever the fuck you want. But if you want a suggestion, 
the same way if you looked at the old school food pyramid nowadays you'd go that's fucking off like those oh, things the food change pyramid's complete bullshit these days yeah and and the same way for a while like cigarettes weren't bad for you turns out that was just marketing like you know it's that same idea if anyone actually drinks right beer, to be fair is anything that delicious really that bad for you in if you take in small quantities no jim most things aren't well i don't know hard drugs probably are i'm gonna yeah. make, i'm gonna make a guess that anything it's that a little heroin between friends anything that could kill you in a one in 20 chance is probably bad for you i'm just gonna say that but it's probably also really fun for you too uh, probably but yeah no the thing with the beer is yeah it's a weird like i'm against it and <clears throat> to be fair the clip that's shown here is like he clearly was talking about a bunch of other shit and he threw this of course he threw in bud light he threw in bud light which okay like yeah i mean he's he's not wrong right but it's just a really weird like why did he waste the effort to do this so yeah who who watched this and well fucking retards who just watched nothing but fox news but (laughs) I mean, who watched this and just went, my God, my God, my God, he's right. Look at this man of the people. Jim, if you were smart, you would have gotten. You know, this is the same guy who got pegged with a beer bottle and like tried to like at a rally and tried to fucking get criminal charges thrown at someone. (laughs) For like assault and endangering his life. Like he's a colossal pussy. But Jim, I feel like that's something you would do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When I got hit with the lemon, did I charge anyone? Did I, did I bring any charges? No. You never, you never found that perpetrator, Jim. Right. <laughs> Precedent. Didn't do it. Didn't happen. <laughs> take that whole school down with me. And it's, if it was current day, I could take that whole school down with me. And, Brian, I mean, speaking of current day, let's talk about Starfield being fucking woke. How about that? Uh, when I the, first saw the you. The big story of the goddamn week. When I first saw you post this, I thought you were talking about. I, I did not see this. I saw the shit with Dr. Disrespect and what's going on with him and Starfield. It's completely different. It's nothing about this. So that's why when you first put it, I thought you were mentioning that. I was like, he didn't cry about that. And then when I saw whoever this guy is. So is this guy the actual guy named Dan Vasque? Or is no, this... no. The heels versus, he posted a clip from this heels, heels versus, versus baby, baby face guy. Okay. Apparently his name is Az or some shit like that. He's... You know what? You know. You know what makes this clip a little bit worse for me, Brian. Go on. You remember when I had that mishap with the Clipper, and I basically had to be bald for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like bald me. I mean, I was actually gonna say when I first clicked it, I was like, if you let it go a little, it, he's he's got a little bit of pudgier, and he's got a bigger nose for sure. But oh yeah. He's in your gene pool. Yeah, he's he's like. He's like a half cousin who got, you know, like dropped on the wrong ship and went to the UK. But here's the other thing, Jim. He's got your anger. I could see you turning on a game and flipping out about something just as seamlessly like stupid. So just to bring everyone up to speed, once again, the video will be playing uh, below. All you're going to say is though. this guy yelling. So if you haven't seen the video yet, you probably have by now. And if you haven't, on some small chance, the link will be below. It's this guy, Heels vs. Babyface, and he is screaming for two and a half minutes into the camera about Starfield having a pronoun option for your character. 
and crying about present day being thrown into the thing and breaking his immersion and all this other bullcrap. Fucking baby dick shit. Who fucking cares? And actually, Brian, to your point about me getting this mad about something in a game, I don't think I've ever been this mad about anything in any game. Even when I cared more, I didn't care enough about this. I used to be happier in general, and I wouldn't have <laughs> well, cared. Now I'm miserable, and I still wouldn't care this much about anything in a game. Jim, knowing you for as long as I have, what's what's amazing, and it actually contradicts sense, is that your nihilism has gone up significantly, but so is your anger. It's supposed to inverse each other. <laughs> like, you don't care about so much shit, but your anger at all times is so much higher. I'm like, but you don't care about shit. Like, it's... It, it blows my mind. Like, I, I don't understand that, how that's working right, out. I'm a, I'm a question wrapped in an enigma, okay? I can't explain what I am. But this guy, so here's the deal. He's not the only one. Like, he, this is pretty fucking extreme. I'll say that. There have been plenty of other people who have made the comments about this. Like, the pronoun thing in here. Say what you want. I honestly had to rack my right. brain did to you, remember did that you it was even, even a thing. I was going to say, did you you pain to play it early? Did you even think a tw- second thought about it? No, as I was doing creative thing, I like I'm trying to remember where it is. Like if it's like when you choose to, like because at any point you can change the body styles, and I think like I put in my name, I put this this, and then I think there was probably something. It was like. Do you want pronoun? Like, I don't even think I actually picked. I think it's automatically assigned. Like, if you pick the male body, it's going to say he, him. If you pick the female body, it's saying she, her. But I think there's, like, a drop-down menu. And I could be fucking this up. But I don't think it was, like, a But if a you're thing fucking where, it up, that means it's, it's so inconsequential in the overall th- That's my thing. point. I, whatever it was, I'm saying it is very inconsequential. It was, to my knowledge, and once again, maybe I'm wrong because I skipped over it because I don't give a fuck. But I think it was not anything where it stopped you from doing whatever you were doing in the middle of create a character and you had to then select. I don't think it was even that. I think it was like an option and a thing that if you wanted to go over and do. So very inconsequential. I don't know this guy. I'm just going to say it. There is something about bald, fatter dudes who cover video game stuff. They're all angry. They're all like this there's a lot of guys I can think of that have the same kind of general aura and yeah to get this upset about a video game having pronouns you know like and, and it and it's so fucking stupid because like if this was 2016 we would all be like the same guys here would be rallying and down crying all the exaggerated bullshit that was coming from the fucking the left during Gamergate and shit like that and the SJWs with all that shit and how they were freaking out about everything. Now it's the fucking right doing about the littlest goddamn things mm-hmm. and fucking pronouns. And sure. like, you're, you're all retards. All you culture war people are fucking retards and I hate all of you. Die. Well, I'm sick of all of you. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say is, see, Jim, when I see this, I know you, you, you at this point have no empathy anymore either. But I see someone like this and I'm like, all right, clearly if his if his whole goal of life and enjoyment was focused around a video game, that can't be a good life. Like if let's just say whatever your thing is, I, whatever your one major escapism, say it's beaten off. I don't know. Whatever it is. Actually, to cut you off real quick, he's whining about his escapism being fucking ruined. 
what, what's the escapism you want for it to be to, to make a character that's exactly like yourself? Wah! Oh God! <laughs> fucking! If you want escapism, be a fucking lady boy who looks good for once. Fucking! There's your escapism, fatty. Fuck! <laughs> I I said I just look at this guy without knowing anything about him. I just clicked his name. He's got a lot of followers. Uh, I don't know what he does, but um. It, it was definitely an overreaction. I've seen multiple people, and uh, you know what it is. Jim? And, and there's like so, you there's said, so many hopping on it too. There's so many hopping on it too, just for the easy engagement bait too. Of course. And it's fucking. Oh my god. I'm just. I'm so tired. I'm so sick of it all. But this, is, as you I don't want to be the social media guy anymore. I don't want to <laughs> find these. Things. It's it's this, it's what you said though. It's the culture war. If this was when Trump was in office, if they did something on the right, like, okay, let's let's reverse these roles. Say you you, this game was created, and there was the option to have a mega head. How many lefties playing this game would have had this freak out? It would be, it, I, we it's already, the same exact thing. So that's my point. In, is in a way, saying, we like, already in a way we already had it this year earlier this year with Hogwarts, and I mean like. I understood the complaint of Hogwarts, but a lot of people with that took it too far too. And this is it's, it's the same level of stupid, and just yeah. taking shit too far over an inconsequential part of a video game. It's all dumb. It's all completely overblown. I said I see this and I just go, man, this guy's life must blow. If that's what he's most worried about, he that sucks for him. That's that's all I can say. I, I'm at the point where I say fuck all the the people that are like that but at the same time i also go wow man do something else like i don't know i mean do this is else. probably just the bullshit that his fucking audience you know placates itself to it's probably just like a quartering light bullshit where he has to complain about the same crap for 15 videos a day to make his living and his millions that's my point right like my question is is that is any of that a character it didn't seem like a character it seemed like someone who legit was angry but maybe that's his shtick I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess, there, there, as we know, there's much bigger things to worry about out there. So, yeah, guys, play your video games. If you see an option when you're creating a character and it upsets you, just either don't play it or skip over it and move on with your life. Or if one pronoun gets you this upset, kill yourself. I don't care. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but Jim, now you're triggering people that get so upset. God forbid you say that. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, Jambers, let's talk about. Okay. It's not exactly in the same vein. Let's talk about this strike that's been going on. The SAG strike. <laughs> right. And it's expanding. It's going to hit close to home now. I mean, so. All right. What is the AFTRA? SAG AFTRA, so the American. I, I don't know what AFTRA stands for. I gotta. What do you call it? Well, me, either way, so it's been, it's been in the news long enough. So they've been on strike with major film companies. Um, essentially, the, they're arguing like anytime there's a strike, they want their writers and everyone to have fair wages. I know I'm probably butchering this. However, uh, this strike that's gone on since July 13th. Um, now the union has a separate contract with major video game makers, including Activision and EA. 
And the contract was set to expire on November 7th, but was extended for a year. Uh, and I met you know, November 7th last year, but they, it was extended. And the talks are set to resume on September 26th of this year. So right now, SAG is asking for 11% retroactive increase in rates for video game performers, followed by increases of 4% and 4%, identical to its ask from the film and TV studios. They also want protection from AI, which it says poses a threat to voice, voice and performance capture artists in the video game field. All right. So here's the caveat that I think is very odd. <clears throat> I know there is this legit fear of like AI replacing a lot of things, people, jobs, but especially in video games, like what if you are a small developer and that is a more viable option to all of a sudden have voice acting to a degree in your game? Like, AI would be a more feasible means, right? Like... I mean, feasible, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just look at this like... Moral? No. Feasible for companies? Yeah, of course. Well, here's my question. That's the shitty thing I, about it. If I'm playing Devil's Advocate, why is it immoral to use AI? To use technology, I'll just say. To to have voice acting. Well, if you use AI to replicate an already established voice and you're taking a job away from that voice actor. That I would agree with. I'm saying, what if you use AI to generate a nondescript, generalized voice? I mean, you're still taking a cheap way out and taking a voice away or taking a job away from an actual voice actor. I mean, okay. if you're going through like a big production where someone can actually get like a good payday from it, yeah, it's kind of shitty that you're not going to, you know, give it to like an actual, you know, some kind of voice talent who could put like some actual character in it instead of basically a robot. But isn't that the general argument for everything, right? Like, the whole idea of, like, why don't you buy American? Well, because I can get it cheaper from this and this. But people still do that, right? Oh, yeah. And this same mentality, I'm basically applying this. Now, how many games in general do you think actually use voice actors? Like, the major companies, they use them to a degree. But the chances are, like, say, like, any sports game... The voice acting is usually going to be the announcers themselves, maybe the player sometimes. But for the community that actually does voice acting professionally, like it's only going to be from your major titles. So that's why I'm saying, like, what if you were a company who you want for one reason or another can't afford to do that, but you really want to have voice acting in there? Well, this is actually kind of interesting because, uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, um, there's a big to do about like the small little animator who did like a five minute little Scooby Doo short of their own, and they used AI to generate the voices for it, and people online fucking freaked out. And I think there's like a sliding scale to this because like a little five minute clip made by one guy for like what ten years, fifteen years ago would have been like a Newgrounds video, uh, you know. I don't see that as a big deal and I don't really care. Now, if it's like, you know, a real high end production with like, you know, an actual job where someone can get paid for it or like an established character and shit like that, because that even go back to the whole stupid Bayonetta fucking fight from earlier in the year. Like I can see arguments for that, but when it comes to like a real small scale kind of thing, I don't really care because they weren't going to really probably be either hiring people anyway, but 
It, it's weird. It's one of those weird damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of things. And that's and and once again, I'm asking questions from devil's advocate. Like on one hand, I, I definitely feel for people who are performers in this. What Brian is saying is fuck about, actors. That's what Brian's saying. Well, they're all entitled. But the union itself is also saying they need an on-site medic for video games. And that's for people who are maybe doing stunts and shit. So in that thinking, like if you decide I don't want to hire actors to do green screen performances for full motion cap, and you can s simulate that with CGI and other stuff, are you against that as well? Like, I don't know. This is a weird one. I don't love the idea you're taking jobs away from folks and that's that's their their livelihood. But I also kind of think like, once again, I put video games in a different media sex so differently from movies, music, and all these other things that it's 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 so different that it's tough for me to say like, I don't know. Is is it? It's fair that they get a fair contract. But if you say eliminate AI, I don't think that I think that's a part that's going to stop it. Right. Like, where, what does that language say? Is there no can you not allow AI at all? Or is it designated for like if you're a major company, you must employ X amount of real people and can only use X amount of AI? I mean, it's probably going to be a theme that anyone who uses anyone through the whole SAG after organization. I mean, I don't know how much voice actors get into that because this is my just ignorance in general because i don't look into this shit but like i don't know how like involved voice actors are or if this is just more like hollywood actors who get hired for big budget games like ea and shit like that so if that's the case then you know all these companies will just say all right we're not using these actors or if you know it'll be a thing where if this is a union job and you're bringing in union voice actors and you can't use blah 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 so, of course, there's nothing to stop, like, smaller companies from just going out and doing what they want. Yeah. And deal with the little backlash that they might get here and there. I don't know. It's weird. Weird times we're in. All right. So, I just looked it up. Based on SAG, the SAG reach rate sheet, <clears throat> as of 2020, the standard minimum rates for video game voice actors were $902 for a four-hour session, up to three voices, and 451 for one hour, one voice. Uh, there's something about hearing you're making $451 for one hour of work. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I'm not saying I, there, I'm not even going to try to make the claim. It's easy. You got to have talent to do it. Da, da, da. 450 and I get it. That's taxed, whatever, but that's $450 an hour. That's not nothing, right? Like, I thought these guys were making 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> like, I thought it was something really low. Yeah, um, no, I mean, that's that's some good goddamn pay right there. But I guess, you know, again, depending on the union and their comparable rates for, you know, other kind of work, I, it almost, like, in a way, is kind of legitimizing voice acting and video game work more so because it's like, hey, you got to pay us, you know, what we're going to pay us for other kinds of things, too. So, in a way, it might be a good thing in the long run for the industry even though from is the capitalist I mean from the capitalist side of things it is like you know it's gonna be a bad thing for the big companies but I mean the big companies the big companies don't give back to the little guy anyway so it doesn't fucking matter fuck them and they never will but I'm still like 
I don't know. I just see that, and I'm still going. 450. There, there has to be something I'm missing. Because if you're complaining about 450 an hour, there's a lot of jobs I would do for 450 an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, God. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. And and this goes to the same argument. I, I'm going to throw this in here too, Jim. Like you're saying, you're like, well, if you look at how much the video game makes and how much voice actors are making in movies and other stuff, it's like, that's such a different scale. The same way you have WNBA players wondering why they're not making as much as NBA players. It's like the amount of revenue generated is so different that you can't compare the two. Well, well, yeah, but that 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 is true. But I will say that you could definitely say that video games and the success of a lot of games can be tied to a voice actor. Even though there have been a lot of changes to varying results. Like, I know when David Hayter got kicked off of Metal Gear Solid, you know, they brought in Kiefer Sutherland and everyone's like, you know, this is all right. But that was a whole weird mishmash of fuck-ups going on anyway. <clears throat> it's weird. Like, you know what I think is going to be the really, really big litmus test for this? <coughs> Excuse me. It's going to be Super Mario Wonder. To bring that up again, because that's going to be the first game without Charles Martinet. So it's going to have a guy who's probably going to sound kind of close to it, but it's not going to be the same guy as before. So now we're going to really see, you know, cause, I mean, because up to this point, anytime that there was a controversy about a major voice actor being replaced, there was like a whole kerfuffle about the entire production of the game, too. Your Metal Gear Solid 5s, your Bayonetta 3s and shit like that, where this is the first time going in where it's like, Oh, yeah, everything's smooth sailing, but, hey, there's a different guy for a beloved character now. So I think this will be, like, the real big litmus test just to be, like, let's see how dedicated people really are with this shit. And and I, this is where I'm going to disagree with you 100%. Of all the things we've ever rated on a game, the voice acting is at the bare dick bottom of caring of how that game is. If the game plays well, controls well, looks great, has good music... But then the voice acting's a little wonky. I'm not all of a sudden going to be like, well, it was a good game. But that voice actor, my golly. Like, no, no, no. I, I'm going to say the Super Mario game will only live or die by its success on if it's a fun game. And even if it's a subpar game, it's going to sell like fucking hotcakes. So, yeah, voice acting, I don't think change. It's not like voice acting for an animated movie is my comparison. That no one's ever bought or not bought a game because they heard the voice acting was banned. Uh, the only game that that might be applicable for would have been the uh, Telltale games, where it's all narrative driven and it's basically performance. A Mario game is not going to live or die by the performance of a voice actor. Jim, get good picks. <laughs> Brian, my picks are so terrible. <laughs> it's, it's like a, ours all over again. It's a 14-person league. It's like impossible to plan. <laughs> uh, but God. yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I do want I do want everyone to get paid fair. Um, I don't know where this road goes, but I got to play devil's advocate with all that shit. So we'll follow it, see what actually comes out of it. As we said in a few weeks that the discussions are supposed to take place at the end of this month. So we'll follow up back around that time and see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to go somewhere, so we'll see. And, I mean, actually, to your point, Bri, at the end of the day, I don't really care that much about voice acting, and that's not going to take away my enjoyment from a game as long as it's a good game. Sometimes yeah. that's a charm. So, I don't know. We'll see. A lot of people seem to make a big deal out of it, but 
at the end of the day, you got to vote with your wallet, and so far, people really haven't. Of course not, and they never will. Uh, but Chambers, um, in another turn that's pretty sad, actually, Volition, who is known for Red Faction and the Saint Row series, has shut down after 30 years. <laughs> yep. Excuse me. Which is insane for not being one of the AAA developers. And, like, they've always been, like, a top-tier, like, B-level kind of thing. I mean, like, yes. they had Saints Row. They had the glory days of Saints Row. Uh, you know, yeah. The last one definitely flopped a little bit. Oh, the last one killed the fucking entire goddamn studio. So I would say more than a little bit, Brian. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that game. But that's neither here nor there. I just... You know what it is? This is the... This is the Mr. Perfect of the video game world. They had some great stuff. They're going to be underrated. If you played an old school Saints Row game or Red Faction, you know you had some amazing times with it. It's sad to see, and I couldn't tell from the article or even from their Twitter. Like, It's not like they were purchased or anything, so they're just going away. So that sucks. I yeah, um, did weren't they or aren't they owned by Embracer now? Aren't they one of those ones who got bought out by Embracer? Yes. So Embracer, who who what do they make again? Uh, they own like a fuckload of shit. But like famously, last week we talked about them hopefully shutting down limited run games next because they shut down. Oh, that was what I was talking about when I was talking about this. We're like, ah, who's Embracer going to kill next? And I was like, limited run games, kill limited run games, fuck them. That would be nice. But oh, Brian, yes. you know what the you know what the biggest tragedy of Volition shutting down is? Hmm. You know what game they made? One Other we love. Saint Row and Red Faction. The Punisher. Oh, they did. That's right. Ah, oh. that game is such a goddamn man. I, people throw around the word hidden gem way too often. A fucking talk about a pure hidden gem. A true a gem. Stuck left to die with you know licensing and shit like that in the sixth gen. Man, what a fucking delight of a game that is. And it would I would kill for some kind of HD update for it, just with like a smooth, steady frame rate, maybe slightly cleaned up visuals. Do that, add even more gory, like get nether realms to get them to do some of the gory effects of like those executions. But Brian, then the women would be ugly. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, I mean here, let me let me take a quick little little gander, if you will, um, list of their games. So yeah, their first game, Descent, Free Space. I I don't know anything about that. I yeah, I never I never Red played Faction. Descent. Yeah. Yeah, then Saints Row, Punisher, Insane, Agents of Mayhem. That's really, that's it. But man, good goddamn stable games. Yep, it's solid sad. little developer. Fucking rest in peace. Yeah, I mean. It happens, so I'll, I'll I'll toast one to to them. Thank you for giving me one of the best superhero games ever. If you even just a shooter game, if you want to call it that, on the PS2, and it and, holds uh, up. It, control wise, it basically holds up for being like twenty up years amazing. old. Amazing, that Thomas Jane voice acting. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, and you never did you ever play the Saints Row? Any of them? No, I never got around to any of them. So, such fun game. I mean, I, I mean, I I hear three and four yeah. super fun. I know one and two are just basically GTA knockoffs, but 
I do want to yeah. play like three and four. Three and four. I mean, there's something about I think it's called a pulverizer. Hitting someone with like a triple sided dildo and launching them into space with it. Like you need humor like that in a game. Like and the, that, and there's that, not enough of that in this world. There's not at all. So uh, that sucks. Speaking of sucking, James. I don't know why I called you James. I meant to say Jambers, and I gave up halfway. <laughs> What's going on with Sony? I, I like giving up halfway of my nickname just turns into my name. Mm-hmm. No and, one ever calls you James. That is true, and really no one ever should. I, I'm, I'm not a James. That's a little too respectable. <laughs> so so what uh what what's sony up to these days Chambers? right sony speaking of respect sony is blatantly not respecting their goddamn user base because they are butt raping them with a big old price hike for all their subscription services Whew. by as much as 35 percent so beginning next month their playstation plus essential 12 month per subscription is going to go to 80 dollars uh bry that's starting tomorrow yeah. Uh, As of this recording, we're recording on the 5th. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, the PlayStation Plus Extra goes for 135 for 12 months. And the PlayStation Plus Premium, the 12-month subscription, is $160. My God. And here's the deal. So they even throw in here that Microsoft increased Xbox Game Pass in July. Um with theirs being roughly ten to eleven dollars a month, so you're about one hundred twenty-ish dollars, depending on your tiers. Um, so you're paying almost sixty dollars more for PlayStation if you get the premium shit. And as we've said before, PlayStation, you might have some great games, you have some good stuff. I think their service is pretty cool. I actually didn't renew my latest one with them. Um, the catalog wasn't enough for me to be like, this is a must-have. So, wow. But, like, isn't, like, the Plus Essential basically just, like, a couple games and, like, cloud saves, and that's really all you get from it? it it's it's useless. you got to go to Extra or Premium. Yeah, so you got to spend, like, at least 100 bucks to get, like, something kind of useful. Which, I mean, I guess over a year, like, it's still... Don't get me wrong. It's still less... You, it, it's like, you know, 10 bucks a month, less than 10 bucks a month. It's not the biggest thing in the world, but it's still just kind of like, man, you motherfuckers, you're not you're not giving the value for this price hike. You haven't proven so, that you have the value for this. So here's what the, the tiers break down as. The PlayStation Plus Premium includes the Classics Catalog, which includes game trials, cloud gaming, and then um, some of their monthly games, discounts, yada, yada, yada. The extra includes Ubisoft Plus Classics and their full game catalog. And then the essential is monthly games online. So really, the premium is only your game trials and cloud streaming. That's it. The essential is where you're going to get everything else. Ooh, wow. Wowie, wow, wow. Wow, that's a Borat boner and a half right there for that goddamn deal. So it's... Right, this is almost making PlayStation or Nintendo's servers look good. I mean, the price for Nintendo is so good right now. Well, except for all those expansions, because what? How much does each expansion cost? Uh, is it like fifty a year or something? I forget. Or you it's pay twenty 50, for you pay base, fifty right? a year. To, I think you have to pay an extra fifty a year to have. 
both N64 and Genesis games. So it's 20 up front for just the base service, right? Right. So yeah, so basically 50. So you're at like 70 bucks a year, which I guess it's still like, that's not the worst price in the world, but considering the catalog for those, eh, not great either. Yeah, but I mean, those are getting updates out of the ass. Way more than the fucking shit on the basics getting. Like, GBA uh, I'm and just six- waiting to see, like, is that ever, are they ever going to pull titles off that? They keep adding so far. Will they start pulling shit back? Means to be seen. Very true. Yeah. But no, we talked about this back in the day when Sony was trying to restructure their pricing altogether and this plus service. And we thought it was like, it was ballsy. And I will say, I did enjoy, like... If you are just a PlayStation fan, you should get it. Because if you want some classic games, you want monthly games, you'll find value there. But for people like me and you, it's not going to be worth it to buy that full year. Oh, yeah. No, like I I think I still have a subscription going and I'm like, I'm just going to let that run out because that, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah, I don't one. I don't use it enough anyway. And well, I don't use it. But it it doesn't draw me in enough to be like, oh, yeah, I got to spend the money on this. Exactly. So I don't know how this affects them. This tied with the shit going on right now with the Activision sale. Like, I wonder how Sony's going to fare in the next gen with all this goofy shit they're doing. I'm sure it'll still be overall fine. But I wonder if, like, all of a sudden their, their stock drops down any significant amount. Yeah, I mean, it feels like we're in a very weird spot with Sony right now because it, it's it's almost PS3-ish in a way. Uh, not a lot of games that people are, you know, running out to get. Uh, very high prices for everything involved. A super expensive peripheral that no one bought. Yeah. We're, we're in weird times with Sony. Yeah. But, Jim, let's let's keep talking about weird times. We talked earlier about AI voice acting. Now, out of the goddamn fog, and this came to us about six days ago, uh, Call of Duty is enlisting AI to help eavesdrop on voice chat and help ban toxic players starting six days ago. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So the meme has always been (laughs) kids today. If they could hear the Call of Duty lo- lobbies. Man, if from, you could hear Brian all these years ago playing Call of Duty with the boys. Oh, boy. Listen. I, I sat there cursing. and I was like, sir, I'm offended. How dare you? D- don't, don't you dare, Jim. Don't you, of all people, dare. I would never. <laughs> uh-huh. But, I mean, the shit you would hear in lobbies. And that there is something so nostalgic when I find people who repost the old Call of Duty, you know, Modern Warfare 2 or 3. And, like, you hear, like, when they sign in, the shippy and yelled at you and stuff. Like, people would crumble today. Kids today would crumble with this shit. Here's the thing. You know what, Brian? I'm going to challenge that. Because you know what? Go on. If you watch random things or jump into random lobbies, you still kind of hear the same shit. It's... Almost timeless in a way, Brian. Like you can still you can still sign in and hear like a Puerto Rican mom yelling at her kid, and you can hear a couple people yelling the N word at each other. Still, it's it, it's like what's old is new. It's like one of those timeless things. Like if you play Call of Duty, this is what you're going to be hearing. 
It happened in but, modern but, modern four. It's happening in modern seven remastered or whatever the. Fuck but it here's is the now. difference. What I'm explaining is in modern four and modern two, the originals, you would just hear it and just be like, you would recognize that's just something you have to deal with. Yeah, it's a game. Kids today are like, I need to ban that. I need to get rid of that. This is not okay. And now that the fact that they're enlisting AI. I've talked about toxic gamers, toxic whatever. Listen, shit talking, hearing some of the most vile shit you can when you're playing these games. I'm not going to say it's right or wrong. This is where, hey, I'll get on that bandwagon. I don't love it. It's the First Amendment shit, right? Like, you're trying to now ban people from talking. And I'm not saying whatever they're saying is wrong or right. But at the same time, I'm also saying, especially on a video game, it's literally someone's speech and you're now as you said how many how many things would you go into and you hear just some of the most vile stuff sometimes you'd hear a lot of slurs but this thing will not be able to differentiate who's saying these slurs so if they hear it they're going to ban a lot ooh, of people ooh ooh, ooh 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 fuck no you keep going keep going with your point Brian because it was a good so point so they're going to ban a lot of people saying slurs that I'll just say, could be saying those slurs. Oh God, I, I, oh, fuck it. Go, go away, Chrome update. I don't care, you motherfucker. <laughs> all right, give me a second, Brian. So, one before we get into all that, it's just like you know what I think as a theory here. Go on. I don't think it's Call of Duty people who play Call of Duty who are calling for this. Because if you play Call of Duty, listen to people who play Call of Duty. They're they're the ones just saying this willy nilly anyway. And, like, sure, some people are probably getting offended here and there, but listen to the general populace and, like, you just, you know, turn on, like, general chat. You're going to sit there and go, wow, like, these are people who are just, they're, they're, it's not like the hardcore gamers that you see on Twitter or in social media and shit like that. Like, they're yeah. not the Call of Duty crowd, especially in this day and age. So, and part of me is, like, it almost seems like it's everyone else trying to moderate Call of Duty even though it's a game that they would never choose to play at all. They wouldn't anyway. be playing at all. So it's, it's weird. But but if you look oh, at here's right, the right, problem. Right, right. Hold on. Sorry Go to on. cut you off. I, this is what I was looking for. So there, the article that's linked below is talking through, like, you know, the corporate speak about why they're putting it in there and, you know, trying to protect people and limiting stuff and how it modulates, you know, it doesn't detect or identify the ethical, the ethnicity of the individual speakers. But, Bri, I love this paragraph. Terms like the N-word. While the N-word is typically considered a vile slur, many people who identify as black or brown have reclaimed it and use it positively within their communities. If someone says the N-word and clearly offends others in the chat, that will be rated much more severely than what appears to be reclaimed usage that is incorporated naturally into a conversation. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> but here's the deal. That's my point. Right. So, right. What is, is is this clerks too? Are we taking it back? <laughs> well, there's Are also they taking it back. Is everyone taking it back? There's also a things? paragraph that mentions uh, Tox mods flagging categories have gotten even more granular. In June, it modulated it, the module introduced a violent radicalization category to its voice chat moderation that can flag. Terms and phrases related to white supremacist group radicalization and extremism in real time. 
The list of what Toxmod claims to be detecting are here. Promotion or sharing I ideology. Which right away I go, okay, that's a weird one. Recruitment or convincing others to join a group or movement. Targeting, grooming, or convincing vulnerable individuals, i.e. children and teens, to join a group or movement. Planning violent actions or act actively planning to commit physical violence. All you're going to hear in Call of Duty is, yo, let's group together, go over here and kill these motherfuckers. Like, that is what you're saying during that game. Like, Or, or you're hearing, hey, Epsler, I fucked your mom. You're not hearing, hey, join the Proud Boys. I think that would really reach out to you and let you That's express yourself. That's my point. It's like, like this is a shit, shit that happens. We're Call of Duty players. Shit I've ever heard of Call of Duty, it's never been like, hey, you know what's really cool doing that? Like, you've never tried to recruit people through Call of Duty, of all things, or video games. That shit happens everywhere else, but I can promise you, I've heard lots of vile shit. I've heard lots of shit about... People want to kill me. How people want to do that. Like getting mad at games. But never has someone tried to be like, hey, do you want to join a group? Like, I I guess here's my question. Right, Jim. right. If, if, Far be it for me to call anyone racist. But I mean, if, if this, you know, this tech mod listens to a conversation and goes, you know what? They sound black, so it's okay. Sounds a little racist to me. Well, that's a problem is like. It's going to have to denote a level of like... Right, what if Rick Astley is playing Call of Duty? Is he just going to be willy-nilly to say whatever he wants? Is that the world you want to live in? Here's my question, Jim. Is God, I want to hear Rick, Rick Astley AI saying slurs now. I just... I guess my question is, would things be better? I, let me play devil's advocate. If this AI could remove, as we've said... There are plenty of toxic communities on the online communities in gaming. If you could remove that and that that shit of like people blaring out slurs and saying the shit that people say, would that be a better place? I guess. But I mean, all right, right. You want to play devil's advocate? Let's play devil's I am advocate. I'm I'm just asking the questions, Jim. In in theory, yes, but. Wouldn't you just want to have a nice little controlled environment where people can just get these frustrations out? And if it's an environment where people know what they're getting into at that point, and they kind of just go, yeah, it's a Call of Duty lobby. What are you going to do? Wouldn't you rather they just all do it there than do it somewhere else? Somewhere that will probably be, that will actually affect people, like, in a different spot who want to be in Call of Duty? If I could use my tinfoil hat on this, Jim. And, and, and not to mention, you know, oh, yeah, I'm very much sure that this, you know, AI listening device will never leak anyone's information and ruin their fucking lives with what they say in a goddamn Call of Duty lobby. I'm sure well, that I'm, would never, ever happen, ever. I mean, I'm more worried about that aspect of, like, the information collected of, like, whether right or wrong. I'm saying, like, if you were just on a game... Uh, whatever whatever happens like let's say you were just like well fuck you i want to you know yeah, you should go kill yourself that honestly could be rated as something as like enough to ban you from that if you suggest do personal harm to yourself and then what if you get kicked off that and then that information is like shared with everyone else because you were just in the heat of a moment talking shit to somebody and then it's like to your point what if that information is now shared that's where I'm like, yeah, I don't like that at all. Like, so there's, there's so many, 
do you just let it continue to be a wild west like do the old system i don't know if it ever worked if someone's going above and beyond like i'm never okay with doxing shit i'm never okay no. with if there is any of this shit of targeted grooming yeah get rid of shit like that but what have you if, heard but, about grooming in call of duty though never but if there is just people shit talking, I don't even if they're saying the worst shit in the f- world. F- fucking yeah, like you know, you know what? Hey, hey, Brian, here's a newsflash for the people making this shit out there. Maybe you should put something like this in Smash uh, communities, oh, or their discords and shit like that. You want to talk about grooming and shit like that? I I I, I don't know. This just seems call dude. You call someone a bitch and you move along your merry way. Your merry way. And you're going to talk, like, what if now, like, just shit-talking is banned? As someone, I myself, I don't like shit-talking. If you shit-talk to me, though, then it's on. I'm going to open up the floodgates, and I'm going to shit-talk right back to you. I generally, I don't like doing that shit, but I get it. It's part of the fun. Like, if you're like, I'm going to beat your ass, fuck you, da-da-da-da, start talking about each other's moms, isn't that? Like, you're going to go down that whole path. But if, say, you start doing that and they deem your version of what you're saying is too violent and then all of a sudden you're banned, that shouldn't be allowed if you're just talking shit. So that's what I worry about. It's like, are we really trying to create a safe bubble in Call of Duty where you're... It's... They're going to protect you from the speech, but yes, you can still shoot someone in the face and stab them in the neck and do all these terribly violent things. Like, think about what we're talking about here. You're protecting people from voices that they don't have to listen to, that they can mute and already get rid of and block. But the violence on screen is fine. Yeah, yeah. That does, that's also a thing where it's like, it's very easy to not listen to anybody talk in that game. It's so It's extremely easy. Especially Call of Duty, since Call of Duty, like, 2, has an option to automatically mute everyone in the lobby. Like, it's one button. It's not even like you need to go one by one. So, this is just... I don't know. I don't like that. It's way too far. Um, I think it's a terrible idea, because I think the consequences of what it could lead to, I'm not cool with. If you don't like someone, ignore them, block them, mute them, all this other shit, I'm not okay with. I don't care what you say, Jim not okay with it i don't i don't need government listening to me i know you like it but i don't look right who, who better to listen to us who better to tell us what we need <sighs> it's our best interest right you just don't appreciate it that's your problem <sighs> sitting there bitching about your pronouns letting call of duty listen to you look at you look at you jim, jim all i'm gonna say is be ready because in about two months when we get the new call of duty game they're listening to you <laughs> Well, I don't have the new Xbox yet, so I don't know. I don't know that tradition might be broken, Brian. PS5, you're fine. It's cross-play. Yeah, I don't have a headset for it, though. You literally use whatever headset you have for or Xbox. Oh, can I just plug that shit in? Yeah, it's just a jack. Oh. Come on. (laughs) I know something about jacks. Ah, Jamber, so did you go over the California limit? Of two beers a week. Right, I doubled my weekly intake just tonight. <laughs> it's not even talking about what I had yesterday either. Uh-oh. Jim, so I see you're not drinking Bud Light, so you're still supporting the good fight with Coors. Ah, <laughs> uh, if I if I could, I would, Bri. What I'll say about this is, yes, there's a little tinge of expiredness. But it's like, if you've ever opened up anything expired, you're like, it might not be super fresh, but still pretty damn good. A lot of malts, 
But what I don't like about the Munich style dunkles is, um, I guess the only word I can use is like, it's like that stale bread taste. You know what I'm talking about? When you get some of these lager styles Yeah. that like, it's not bitter. It's just like, eh. it's just bad. It's like, yeah, kind of stale-ish. Uh, makes me want to go brush my teeth right away. But um, other than that, I, I think it is pretty damn good. Um, I would love to have a fresh one. And yeah, play Starfield. Well, right. If you buy one now, you'll be able to enjoy it by 2025. Don't worry, Jim. Future I'm saving proof. you one. Don't worry. Good. I have my chunky boy. But with that, everyone, we want to say thank you guys so, so much for listening and watching. If you are watching on YouTube, please make sure you hit subscribe and the notification bell. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, hit the subscription, give us a five-star rating, and we will read each and every one of those reviews, even if you want to bash us. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, everybody.